Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 142 and the fifth part of the Homecoming story arc. This week, just a reminder that if you have iTunes or uh, Stitcher or Burberry or whatever service you use to download our podcast, just give us a five-star review in it. Just a a few words and uh, those five stars go a long way to make sure more people get a chance to see the show. Help spread the word. You know, we rely on you guys for that. So we, we really appreciate all the work you've done so far. And if you haven't given us a five-star review, maybe now's the time. This episode is brought to you by Graydon and patrons like them. Head over to patreon.com slash adventure inc. This week, our patrons got the uh, video feed from the Tavern Night sent to them. So they have that uh, as a special bonus to them for, for making that uh, Tavern Night happen. So... Uh, there's always cool things going up there, uh, some of the, which are part of the regular rewards and some of which are complete surprises. So go ahead and, and become a patron, check it out. There's all kinds of cool stuff there. That's all this week. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Guys, there's there there are a lot of there's a lot of puppy in this cloak. I'm, I I just I need, needed to say it. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Genevera, the sorcerer. Genevera, you're sitting there next to Clyde, who just goes, "What the fuck?" I like <laughs> hold up my hand for a high five. <laughs> Gibetto, the rogue. As soon as they see the five of you, their expression hardens. Uh, well, we'll see you later. And Gibetto just turns. <laughs> <to later. laughs> Gillick, the paladin warlock. But, but you're dying again, right? Like, you die, then you get a spirit. And you're nothing. And then you become nothing. And then you're nothing. That sounds like bullshit. Let's go kill the Death Lord. <laughs> <laughs> and Asher, the druid barbarian. Yeah, but I'm asking specifically who, why Jeff is important to Asher. He just, he's just the first name. You know what? <laughs> I don't have to justify this. <laughs> Let us recall what happened when we last left our heroes. We were going to try to take some of the food over to the refugee camp and trade it for entry into the city if we could. Uh, and you lower Gillick down into the, the alleyway and then lower yourself down into the alleyway. Um, and now you are inside the walls of Bradmont and you find Kaelith's chambers. Um, the, uh, Kaelith sort of turns to the two of you and says, uh, okay, come with me, be respectful. He steps forward and he says, your majesty, may I present to you Genevera and Gillick, two adventurers from, uh, Carapath. And... King Evian Redridge turns around. Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. King Evian Redridge turns around, uh, and she sort of looks to you, Gillick, with her violet eyes, um, and she says, Ah, yes, uh, you are Elytrix's adventurers, no? Yes. Yes. 
It is a pleasure to meet you. I wish it were under better circumstances. Genevera um, awkwardly tries to curtsy. Um, so, like, but I, I imagine that um, when she goes to, like, uh, you know, like with a curtsy, you put your, your foot behind your other leg, but it hits her tail. So mm. she kind of just, like, leans sideways and then just doesn't, it just forgets it. Uh, Anthony, she's can you so describe- embarrassed. Uh, can you describe the room for me just so I have a, a clear uh, visual? Of sure. Uh, Kayla's office is sort of a, a larger space. Uh, the walls are lined with bookshelves um, with all kinds of uh, scrolls and documents and books and things in them. Uh, he has a couple of tables set up. Kayla's office. With like magical artifacts and some uh, some alch- alchemy. Some what things. kind of artifacts? Uh, just little trinkets, Art- kind of little baubles. Uh, uh, weapons, just trinkets or no, weapons? not weapons. Uh, little trinkets. No weapons, yeah. just yeah. trinkets. Little trinkets. Okay, what kind of jewels or like charms? Yes and yes, a little bit of both. Yes and yet, a little bit of both. More jewel, like are there more jewels or no? Like little, like little puzzle boxes and and uh, small charms. Like okay, so cerebral, cerebral. Yes, things. yeah, they're not like okay. So Caleb is a cerebral person. Yeah. Um. Uh. What else is in the room uh, art- besides artifacts? Uh, all, along one of the tables, there is a map that, of Numerita that he has spread out. That okay. he's got like uh, all kinds of like sheafs of paper and things like that. They're they're clearly trying to work over this map and try to figure out uh, a plan. And then his desk, his okay. center desk, is like so like armies army stuffs like strategos. Yeah, not not exactly armies, but uh, but definitely like there's there's definitely a big map. Like it's still important to them. The back wall, okay, the right. back wall of this room is a large pane, like several panes of glass. Like it's, it overlooks the city. Um, and he has a desk stationed right in front of it. The center of the room is where you guys have portaled in and out of before. It's an anchor portal. Oh, okay. Is it like a stone slab kind of like, um, like that you walk onto? Like that's what I'm thinking. Or is it like a, is it like a door? Is there like a doorway thing? No, no. It's like, yeah, it's a stone slab inlaid in the floor. Okay, okay, with like some runes yeah. on it and shit. Are the runes are any of the runes on that um portal thing familiar to me? Uh only the rune for conjuration. Uh Kaolith says, um Her Majesty is uh here, but the King Greywood doesn't exactly know, uh, and I don't know that he would be pleased that she were that she was here, so I would ask that you keep this to yourself. Yeah. Yes, um, of yes, of course, uh, your uh, majesty. <laughs> um. She says, yes, it is unfortunate, but Paraneth has fallen. <gasps> the kingdom has been overrun, destroyed, more or less. And I find myself a king with no place to rule. Thankfully, Kaelith here has been kind enough to let me uh, stay here for a little bit and try to figure out what we can do next against the lizard folk in the Knoll. Without the support from the rest of the kingdoms, we unfortunately failed. I am so sorry. <laughs> Thank you. Um. I wish my only regret is that Elatrix was not alive to help see us through this. 
Yeah. <laughs> 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 um okay. I have okay, um first of all, um I I know that this isn't the right, you know, time to say it, but I think you're really cool. Um like I think you're amazing. Um so that's out of the way. Um She smiles and and Gillick for the first time you notice that she has fangs. Uh oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yikes. Um um okay so forgive us because we've been doing some stuff um for a while uh so we've kind of been out of the loop um does king Greywood know that perineth has fallen i suspect that he knows yes okay um and ha- you have reached out to him to see if he would be willing to discuss so okay so my name is Genevera. oh kayla already said that i'm sorry um this is uh you know gillick too already well we've been introduced okay so we are we're here right now because we are trying to get king graywood to reunite the kingdoms it is more important than ever especially now knowing about perineth which again i am so sorry for um the short answer is we need to keep things together. Genevera, please continue. You know, that's it. You said the short. Yep, that's it. There's a knock at the door, um, but a specific knock. It sort of like sounds like a pattern knock, like a. And then uh, Caleb nods and, and moves over to the door and lets Heinrich in. When Gillick hears the knock, he holds his right. Because the, the shield's on his back right now. But he holds his his hand open to like summon the hammer, just like just in case, like a little bit, a little bit of purpley blue energy kind of starts to charge when he hears the the weird. Okay, knock. yeah, but it's it's Heinrich who gets let in, um, and he sh- shuts the door behind him. He's like, Carter told me you were here. What what's going on? And Caleb says um, they're here to convince Greywood to reunite the kingdoms. We're not here to convince anyone of anything. We're no, here no. to talk. Yes, we are. <laughs> no. Yes, no. We don't convince people of things. We communicate ideas. We don't... No convincing. Uh, Gillick's going to put on a discuss. TED Talk. <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. Jennifer uh, is going to kind of like... I don't like the like... word convince people. I don't like convincing people of things. Okay, Jennifer says, um, yes, we are going to discuss... The options with Greywood, and um, from that discussion, he will understand that reuniting the kingdoms is the only way forward. You see, like an awkward glance exactly. between Heinrich and Kaelith. Um and then Heinrich or Kaelith says, "I really think that what you're asking to do here just..." feels like it's probably unlikely we have to try 
we, we, we actually have to try. This is important. That's why I'm not, that's why I don't care about convincing anyone. We just need to talk. That's it. Heinrich says, this, that's how important I, I understand that it's important and I agree. <coughs> the problem is that, unfortunately, the king has taken counsel from someone who we care having a difficult time seeing eye to eye with. I, that's, so let's go talk to them. I don't, who, care, I don't care who the king is. I care who it is. Who is it? Thank you, Genevera. This is where it's going to get really awkward. Maybe if you, you guys okay, wait, should sorry, sit if down. You, if you say Clyde, can you just not? Because I don't think uh, I can take it. Clyde? The... No, 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 no. Oops, sorry. Okay, then anything you say is fine. No, 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 no. If it were Clyde, we'd be in a much better position here. Clyde is one of the ones pushing hard for us to reunite this kingdom, although no, I know. I just, the trust yeah. factor with Clyde is not super high. And you see sort of uh, Evian sort of like shuffle her feet a little bit. Um, Genevieve's eyes go wide. Um, she's like, you may find that someone who cemented their own kingship to be one we're less than willing to trust. Okay. No. How do you mean? Well, uh, Kayla sort of steps in. He says, well, it is seen that Clyde, who sort of wrote the laws for his own succession and then executed the previous king, is seen as a power usurper. And while what he did is legal within his own kingdom, it is a strain on relations with the other kings. I, no, I, I get that. I'm sorry for reacting. Um, we know Clyde very well, uh, so it's, you know, um, difficult to see the objective outside uh, perspective, but I respect and understand um, that. Heinrich says nobody, you know, more than me, uh, understands that getting rid of the Lady of Knives was essential for Carapath. Uh, I haven't gone back to Clyde because I feel like there's a lot of work to do to try to smooth that over. I think time is going to heal wounds on this one. Uh, but I also... Uh, there's not much I can do for him there. There's more I can do for him here. Cool. So who is Greywood taking um, advice I'll sit down, but I can handle anyone now. Just before the... You, you're not the one I'm worried about. Just before the kingdoms split apart, before Greywood made his announcement, uh, he had apparently connected up with a faction of the church that was a little out of favor and has promoted to one of his advisors their, one of their higher-ups. Uh, he goes... Well, he goes by Umris Erdrad. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> as far as I can tell, I'm... Come it's, again. It's your father. Say that name again. Umris. Umris Erdrad. God fucking damn it. I'm sorry. He's... Gilly takes a sip from his flask. I don't know what's going on with him or but he is fanatically devoted to this blood religion of his this worship of Iora that is beyond they they burned the church of 
uh, of the court, the divine court in this city. They burned it to the ground and built a temple of the blood god in its place. Oh my god, I'm gonna have to kill my fucking father. Okay. Alright, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. I can't believe this is on top of this is happening. Kaelith says, maybe, hold on, hold on. Maybe, maybe this is good. Please spin this in a positive direction for me, thank you. Maybe you can speak to him. Maybe you can convince him that this is, uh, we are on the wrong path now and that we must work to get on to the right path. Perhaps your words will stir him. Don't steer him to the right. All right, what's the right path? Making sure the kingdoms are together, right? That's, that's, that's the right path. That's what we believe. Yeah. All right. And you're telling me my father's... Uh, we think the blood cult may be uh, taking advantage of the confusion and disarray uh, of the splitting of the kingdoms. It has weakened the power of the church considerably to have the kingdoms split apart. And so they have an opportunity to gain a foothold while the church scrambles to find its power base. Obviously not the true power of the church, but the political power of the church. No, I know what you're saying. Hmm. I need to think about this. I, I'm not... Genevieve, your thoughts, please. I need something. I think that sometimes um, we... Uh, sometimes our parents do things that we might not agree with or understand um like you know like Gebetto's parents stealing all of his town away or um my dad putting some corrupt dragon blood in me um you know but I think it's important that we see um that that like we're still family and that our power of understanding each other is far greater than anyone else's could be. So if there's anyone that's, you know, um, maybe, you know, uh, uh, when Gebetto talked to his parents, he saw the, the, you know, he was able to talk to them and get them, convince them to help. Right? We got everyone free from the, um, from the order. Um, That's what we did. That's what we did. We did it. I was there. So, like, there. people's minds can be changed uh, from the power of family. Correct. Absolutely correct. Evian is looking at you with some interest. Who? Genevera. Uh, Hell yeah. Oh, gosh. I, uh, just forget that I just, oh gosh, uh, sorry. I was just talking to my friend. Um, it was just, that was a hypothetical like that, you know, like that was, I wasn't, I was talking about a, a dragonborn friend that I had, whose dad, uh, put corrupt black dragon. She's, she's gone. Um, you know, she's not here. Um, she's definitely not me. Uh, yeah. Hold on. Fucking <laughs> 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 <Bucket> Christ. <laughs> uh, Evian just sort of 
nods and steps back to the table to refocus on what's happening. Oh, God. Anyway, Gillick, I think you can convince your dad to help. That was- yeah, probably. I don't know. It's going to be tough. That fucker's stubborn, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Um, so that is an option for us to try before we attempt to speak with Greywood. My, my fear now is that while we are still advisors to Greywood, he has... He listens to your father more than anyone. Uh, significantly so. And unless you can convince your father that this is the right course of action... Uh, and honestly, I'm not really sure what we're even proposing here. I find it... Well, I find it difficult that uh, an alliance now would be possible without some form of war. Um, while hmm. Greywood may be on board to get King Callus or King Garhand to agree to a reunification seems unlikely at best. Um, well, we've got to try. Argue that the uh, uh, King Redridge says, um, "Well, uh, seems we were very close to maybe uh, not having to worry about King Callus, but that uh, that particular that particular uh, action did not have the follow through it required." <sighs> So, hmm. where do we go from here? Where do we, like, what do we do? Well, me and my advisors are doing our best here to try and figure out somewhere to go. I don't know that we are welcome in Bradmont, but Kaolith was the first I could think of. Perhaps we could find another place to set up for now, but... We may just be stuck moving from place to place until we can figure out a way to deal with the lizard folk and the gnolls in the long term. Sorry, those guys here. So many things to deal with. I need, I need, I need some kind of diagram chart. I need something. I need so many things to keep track of all this. Oh my goodness! Ugh. If you can speak Let's, to your right. father, if you can convince him, then maybe that is our all next right. course of action. Let's do that. Let's go talk to my dad. Let's uh, go do that. We'll take care of that. We'll check that off the list. And then... Yeah, how did sorry. you guys get in the walls? Ooh. Why does that matter? What matters is talking to my dad right Wait, now. Wait, I would Why actually like to share that, though. All right. That's uh, so I have a new... Uh, I can do a new spell. And I can move people with my mind. I'm still not... That's fine. That's not really what I meant. I, I'm still not totally sure what you guys are, like, here here for. Jennifer is a little disappointed. <laughs> Heinrich's like just super God, not she impressed. Just wants people to think she's Im- like Ka- God. Kaelith, all she wants. Kaelith looks impressed. Heinrich does okay. not. <laughs> That's enough. That's enough for now. <laughs> so we'll we'll get to that in a second. But Heinrich's just like yeah, yeah, yeah. What I mean is like, what are you? What brought you guys here? What, what are you doing here? Oh, we had some stuff happen. Okay. Kind of found ourselves here. Yep. Okay. Fine. Uh, so, you know, uh, yep. 
that's, that's Kaelin steps forward and he says, how many pounds did you do with telekinesis? Hey, Gillick, how many pounds do you weigh? Uh, how many pounds? Uh, I mean, uh, one, I think I'm like 190 now. Is that the, this was your first, uh, this was your Muscle. first attempt? Yeah. And you, you threw 190 pounds of Gillick over a wall. Yes, oh, and myself. Yeah. Wow. Impressive. Dead Very impressive. Muscle. Thank you. Okay, one time I managed to get up to 370 pounds. It was... What? It was only for a few seconds, uh, and the spell b- broke. My concentration faded away from me, but... Uh, oh my gosh. It, it was ex- it was very exciting. Did it feel like your mind was just, like, like crunching oh, and... Oh, like strain, like so much strain. Oh yeah, plus all the plate mail. Like, you know, you're, you're bragging about, like, 365. That's how much I weigh without my armor on and all my shit. So Genevera probably did more than 190, closer to maybe like 250. Yeah, probably a little bit more than that. Wow. Um, yeah, impressive. Yeah. Very impressive for your first for your first use. That's so well done. Maybe when we when we're out of all this, we can like hang out and do magic together. Oh yes, and I, I can tell you about my idea for renaming the ages. I think that this should probably be the fourth oh. age and not the third. But yeah. That's, uh, uh, no, that's I think yeah, cool. Uh, cool. Evian like sort of goes like. <clears throat> Uh, and he says, hi, yes, later, uh, later. And he sort of like moves over to some paperwork that he's got. And he says, we're working on trying to find uh, a a permanent place for Evian to sort of, uh, excuse me, uh, your majesty, uh, King Redridge. She says, Caelith, please. I know there are people here. It's fine. Um, he says, we're trying to find a more permanent place for, uh, our, our king to, to find a a space. Um, for now, we just need she- to keep her safe. Do you know anywhere we can keep her safe? Of course, we can. You can always stay at Adventure Incorporated. Yeah. Are, are you kidding? That's not even a question. She says, hmm. "Go there, you'll be taken care of." How quickly can we get there? Well, okay. Kayla uh, says, "Oh, we have an anchor. We formed an anchor there." Oh my gosh! Yes. Jennifer looks at. Uh, Gillick and says, is Clevin going to be okay? Clevin? Yeah, so, okay, mm. long story, super short. Yeah. We found a farmer who um, was helping, uh, who actually, Clug was there, uh, enforcing, like, uh, uh, protecting his farm. And so that's where Jibeto, Asher, and Keth are. They took Clug back to Adventure Incorporated, and we stayed as kind of the muscle for Clevin. Because uh, we felt bad leaving him unprotected. Maybe we could send like a guard to his farm to help him out. Can we do that? Um, I I don't really have the guards to spare, but we could bring Clevin and his family inside the walls if that was helpful. Yes, that would be amazing. If that's cool with him, that would be so good. And I will send... Uh, King Redridge will probably have to do some things here to get prepared. Uh, but once she is ready, I will send her through to Adventure Incorporated, and she will be there when you guys inevitably arrive or need to need to return. Okay. Um. Yeah. Um. Great. They'll take care of you. Okay. I was gonna say ask for Clyde because he's in charge of everything, but he's not anymore. So ask for um. Well, the guys will be back. They'll know. Um, she says, yes, I'll need a few days to prepare. We've sort of we're spread out a little bit here, and I need to get my 
My advisor's back, but once everyone is back together, we will head through. Thank you. I appreciate it, and we will speak again. Yes, and um, Genevera kind of tries to half curtsy again. Um, she goes to move out of the room, and she sort of stops just before you, and she says, Would you take a walk with me, Genevera? Uh, yes. Um, and so she sort of turns back and just continues to walk. I follow her. Okay. Um, she moves out into the hallway. She says, we must move swiftly through the hallway. Uh, if I ran into King Greywood here, it would be a great burden. I do not wish to hurt Kaelith in any way. He has been very kind. And his, uh... For many years I have known him, and he has helped me many times, so we will move swiftly. She's sort of moving past this uh, area. Um, She says, There are many... When I first took the crown, there were many who saw my affliction as something to fear, as a danger, as a corruption to the throne. As you might imagine, being what I am, there is an affinity toward, well, blood and people's perception of our need for consumption is a difficult one for people to understand. If what you say about uh, this friend of yours and their... Blood corruption is true. It would be something I think that we may be uniquely qualified to look into and help you with. I don't know the extent of what is going on, and perhaps a longer conversation needs to be had, but if there is something that we can do to help, will you accept our help in this? Yes. Yes, I will. Perhaps as payment for housing me and my advisors as we try and figure out what we can do for our people and our land. Oh my gosh, we wouldn't even ever ask for any type of repayment for helping you, but I still will take that. (laughs) Nonsense. We can't simply uh, take from our people. That is, that's the point of all of this, I think, but... Regardless, if there is something we can do to help, allow us to look into it in some capacity. I will speak with my advisors who are more experienced with afflictions like this, and perhaps there is something we can do to look into this corruption. That would be amazing. Um, So it's affecting... Um, all of the black dragons and my 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 father was actually um, trying to trying to fix it and that's how um, yeah sorry it's not a friend it's me I thought I, I was gonna be in trouble uh, which is why you know um, yeah, I, <laughs> you understand I, I know uh. <laughs> okay. of course you do no you're not dumb I'm sorry uh, I'm so sorry uh, you're just so cool um, so yeah, so he actually, in trying to fix the corruption in the Black Dragons, he um, he gave me Black Dragon blood. 
So it's a part of me, and he never, he um, died before he could fix it. I have, I have a lot of his notes and things, if you think that would maybe help. I certainly do not think it would hurt. What I would ask of you right now may be painful, but could I take some of your blood with me? Yes. If it is truly corrupt, I do not wish to use it for anything, but to have some to try and understand its magical properties might be uh, useful. Yes, of course. You can... Uh, Genevera kind of just like throws out her arms <laughs> like awkwardly. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, w- whatever you need. And she puts them down and feels weird and dumb. King Evian sort of holds up her hand for your hand. I give her my hand. She like reaches up um, and she takes a thumbnail and just kind of like presses it against your uh, like against your wrist um, and sort of digs in with it until some blood begins to well up. Um, and she takes like a small, uh, vial of blood out of her pouch at her hip and she like, oh, uncorks it and like drinks it down. Um, and then, uh, fills the vial with your blood, um, and recorks it and puts it in a different pocket. She says, that'll do for now. I apologize for the wound oh it's okay i will see what i can learn from this and like i said perhaps we can talk more at another time i would i would like that um i hope that that uh you're comfortable at adventure incorporated Mm, thank you and she just turns and walks away so i just want you to know that everything that was going through genevera's mind during that as she started talking about it was that uh she was going to become a vampire because they were going to drain her blood and give her new blood and that was fixing it and then she realized that uh evian meant like actually fixing the corruption not just like (laughs) not just fixing me um (laughs) so but then she felt really embarrassed of even thinking that uh and yep i just wanted to give you a little Snip it into the journal thought. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so you head back into uh, Kayla's office, I assume? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Yes. Uh, Genevera, you're back. Good. Um, yes. This is a real mess. Even if we can figure out a way to convince your father to... Uh, tell Greywood that we need to unite the kingdoms again. I, I'm just not sure how we go about this. The, the peace that was between the kingdoms was always tenuous. If you ask Elatrix, he says, "Under under what? What was what was the tension from?" The way the Blade War ended was not equitable for the kingdoms in reality elatrix pushed his will he made deals with people personally and those kings took him <coughs> up on him. but 
the people who took over for those kings and the people who took over for them, they did not see these arrangements as beneficent, uh, beneficent for their kingdoms. They saw them as hurdles. Garhand, Callus, these are people who wish to exploit their positions, who wish to use their people in a way that the correlation between the kingdoms was not allowing. Now, I don't think that that's true for Greywood. He understands what it means to be a king, and his people are his first priority, but I think Greywood was scared. We got this visitor a few years ago now. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I need three sentences from you of the most important points. Go. Three short sentences of everything you just said. And a summary. The summary is this. Elatrix made the kingdoms stay together. Without Elatrix... Okay, Elatrix was the linchpin. Without Elatrix, nothing held together anymore. And I don't know how we could force the kingdoms back together. That's not really how it works. Why did everyone unite behind Elatrix? What made Elatrix the focal point? He made deals with the old kings. He personally, like, forced the situation by knowing those personalities and working them to his advantage. And after that, he ruled because everyone else fell in line and no one person could go against him. Once he was gone... So he he negotiated. He made appropriate deals at the appropriate times. Okay. What, what, what are we worried about? Let's go do this. Because my fear, my fear now is that the people who hold these positions, Caleb says, they aren't ones to negotiate. They aren't looking for, they got what they wanted. What they wanted was the kingdom split. It's not impossible. I just don't know what we need. Okay. Uh, we need, we need to come up with a reason that everyone wants to keep the kingdom together. Everyone. Not just, not just the kingdoms, the people. We need a reason that the people want to keep the kingdoms together. People fundamentally are, and I think the kings fundamentally to a degree, varying degrees, care about their people. I think that yeah, why wouldn't they? Like, if they if they don't, they're that's that then then we're in trouble. Then we're in trouble. And then, I th- then then I'm going. With I the think people. you can make an argument with a few of them, but I think ultimately uh, most of these kings care for their people, and it is their people that we. I think that is our avenue. I think we need to try and convince them uh, that this is in the best interest of their kingdoms. <sighs> Again, I think that will work for the kings we already have on our sides in this. I don't know... I don't know if you can convince King Callus and King Garhand that uh, some threat is bigger than them having the run of their kingdoms the way they want it. King Callus especially has... I don't has, want them to... No, 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 yes, no, 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 no. I agree, no. Gillick. Okay. I have a quick them. question. Yes. If... Four out of the six kings were in agreement. Would they be able to hold a council and get the majority? At this point, 
the law is not really clear on this. In reality, probably not. In reality, a new forge would need to be, or a new bond would need to be forged. If four kings got together and, and made a declaration, that is a strong statement in a time where if we could, you know, support sending uh, any sort of military force. In But with the world falling apart as it is, I don't even know that we could make a show of strength to try and draw the other two in. Okay. You were about to say earlier that you had a visitor. Oh, yes. A few years back. A few years back, well, uh, Heinrich wasn't here yet, but a, a few years back we had a visitor come to the court and I really think he poisoned uh, the king's outlook on the kingdoms as a whole. He spoke of betrayal and of turning against one another he he pointed a i think he pointed graywood toward the way that these blood cultists reinforced uh was his name gorm i never i don't know his name he came as some sort of wanderer and a traveler do you think it was possible that that was gorm the the dragon that we're facing yes <sighs> yeah well, we um, we just went through a thing where we learned a lot about Gorm, and one of the things um, that he has attempted to do as he's gone from world to world to world is disband the kingdoms. So he plants those seeds, and and that makes Numerita's um, attack against him weaker. And we did see him go to King Greywood before. Well, then it appears he succeeded this time in that regard. And now he's yeah. turned, He's Paraneth has fallen. I haven't heard any news from Ishtara, in, from Vedras specifically, in weeks. That's, huh. Um, that's not great. Have you reached out? Or you just haven't heard from King Harriman? I get regular I get regular reports, typically, and I have not gotten those reports. Now, it could be that the orcs are taking our scouts um, who are running the reports. It could be other interference, but it is still disconcerting. Yeah. Right now, uh, unfortunately, the two kingdoms least affected by the world falling apart like this are Emberfall and... Varina, our two. Yeah, and that doesn't bode well for someone like Greywood seeing that we need to get the kingdoms back together because he sees that it's working for them. Yes, Paraneth falling, Ishtara silent, Carapath being beset by the undead as they become more and more bold. These are issues. And then on our own doorstep, the orcs are unrelenting. That is an issue we need yeah. to deal with. They are coming in force larger and larger, and we know there are more out there. We've seen the reports that there are many out there, and that they seem to be amassing more and more influence with other organizations. Uh, a group of druids of some kind have joined them, and it seems like some of these orcs have powers they shouldn't have. Deep, old, oh, yeah. ancient powers. Whoa, 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 say that again. I want to hear. I want to know more about that. So, Power, powers people shouldn't have 
interesting. Something about uh, communing with gods of orcs, orcan, orcish gods. I don't know anything about Gillick, it. Gillick, uh, remem- like remember the orcs we fought um, with Redbridge? And they had the thing. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, Redbridge. I miss you. Anyway. Ultimately, there are... These are the factors that are working against us. These are the things that will come up if you try and convince Greywood or even your father, perhaps, although I don't know his motivation in this. But if you are ready to try, we can send you to him now. I, I can't think of anything else to do. Yeah, I'll just do it. Get, get it done. Heinrich leads the two of you out of the palace, down past Omen, who seems to have sort of uh, chilled the crowd out. Um, Carter nods to you guys as you go by. Um, and he takes you to... Bear gives him a thumbs up. <laughs> Uh, he takes you guys down to the site of the uh, the temple of the blood god. Um, so the temple of the blood god is built over basically the 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 remains of the burnt out church of the divine court that was here in Bradmont uh, or here in Merglade because there are there are other churches other places in the country. But this was sort of like the central uh, cathedral for Bradmont. And it uh, it's you can still see the rubble like around the outside of this uh, uh, temple. Uh, there are large crimson tapestries hanging off the walls of the temple that depict a black stitched vial um, on the tapestries. And... Uh, the, you see some clerics moving about wearing just like crimson uh, outfits with the same symbol etched, uh, stitched into them. Uh, he takes you and he says, uh, it's probably best if I don't go in with you. We haven't exactly gotten along and I don't want to make things bad from the get-go. Hopefully with Gillick, he'll be able to uh, break the ice in a way better than we can. Hey, Gillick. Yes. Do you want to go in alone? Or do you want me to come with you? Oh, why are you with me? Why would I, why would I want? No. Well, I don't, We're a I team. Don't, okay. Do I just, it's do a very private <laughs> emotional thing that you're about to do. And I just want you to know I'm here for yes. you. A hundred percent. And in the last however many, yeah, I know that. I know that you're here with me. I know that you're here. And I know that. I've spent more time with you than this guy, you know, in the last however many years. So I would like, are you kidding? Let's go. Let's go do this. Let's go do this. I hope hope that says enough. You guys push open the double doors into the the temple of the blood god Um, inside. Is there blood pouring down a fountain? Is there a fountain of blood? There are a fountain of blood. There better be a fucking fountain of fucking blood. I wouldn't say a fountain, but there are two troughs of blood that run along the length of the walls of the side of the room. I'm glad it wasn't exactly what I asked for. I like that. Good. Uh, And the uh, the inside here um, is sparse. 
uh, aside from the two troughs of blood, the the floor has these sort of uh, small pads on the floor for like kneeling on, like stuffed with hay. Um, but otherwise, it is nearly empty in here. Um, at the end of the hall, or at the, yeah, it's like a big, long, singular room. At the end of the room, uh, kneeling on the dais that is built up there, is uh, unmistakably your father in full armor. Oh boy, here we go. Gilek takes a sip from his flask, offers it to Genevera. She gives a little head shake. No, thank you. It's just a courtesy thing. I know you don't want any. Gilek takes a sip for her and puts it away. <laughs> All right, Dad. What's going on? Uh, Umris sort of like stops what he's doing, lifts his head up, and turns to look at you with his um, his he's got his full helmet and everything on. Um, when he turns to you, there's sort of red paint streaking down from the eyes and from the mouth holes that are just like like blood. Um, are his eyes like how does how do his eyes look? What are they? Are they red? Are they black? Are they, what's, what's when he turns to look at you, is he still on mute? So face? he's got the helmet down, so yeah. you can't tell. All you see is okay. sort of like shadow and these uh, the red streaks down the the helmet. Uh, Umris turns around slowly. And you hear from uh, inside his helmet, you hear like, Gillick? Hey. What are you doing here? How you feeling? He gets down off the dais and starts to move towards you. Here, here to talk. He walks towards you, um, and as he gets close, he extends an arm, like a hand, to like clasp hands with you. Uh, Gillick extends his hand. He's like... You know. Yeah, he reaches out and he sort of like grabs your uh, like your forearm, you know, like in a in one of those like forearm to forearm grasps. Yeah. Uh, and his other hand goes to the outside. He says, Gillick, I'm so, so happy to see you. Likewise. Uh, Anthony, can I use my land hands ability and spend five hit points and do like a scan of his body? Yeah. Like not just just to just to like see if not to hurt no, him, no, no. not to right. heal him, but to just understand the affliction or even uh, however many points. Even if it's five, even if it wants to be more, I'll do I'll do ten points. Five's fine with me. Can I have that ability? Uh, but do a right, cool. five's five fine with me. But do a wisdom check, medicine. Do a medicine check. Okay, medicine check. All right, perfect. Uh, let's see front. Uh, medicine, sweet. Uh, natural 20. Okay. Uh, 20, so 25. Okay. <laughs> so, yes. Um, <laughs> you, while your hands are touching, right? While, while your hand is on his forearm, his is on yours, you spend those sort of that energy to uh, reach out into uh, sort of your, whatever your father is dealing with. Um, as you close your eyes and you feel... Uh, what's over him first you feel this wash of blood like your blood sort of heats within you and all you can see is red and you know that it's like this sense of like blood but you push past that there's there's something deeper in this and you can feel it um 
Blood is life. Blood is life. And as you push past this sort of this rush of life, like it really feels like this is the front. And as you push deeper and deeper and deeper, it's almost like a crack. And then the shadow pours out. And so none of this is actually happening. It's all sort of your perception of what is inside. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's it's uh it's my uh visual interpretation of the And what's span. inside at its very core is that seed of shadow corruption. Is a seed of shadow corruption. Do what, does the seed of shadow corruption have a shape? What is it? What does the seed look like? What type of seed does it is It is a mass like? with tentacles. It's a mass Gillick looks at his um at his gauntlet and also looks at the back of his medallion and he's like he's like just double check he's like that's yes. what that is it is clearly this that's seed sh- of shadow corruption is tied to the to the shadow lord okay all right so so I can so that's the so so that shape is the seed of corruption okay so what Gillick's gonna do is so uh, again we are in what I'm visualizing just like red and blood and a crack. And when you when you peered into and that then, crack, when you looked beyond it, that's when you saw that writhing mass with tentacles. Okay, and the, okay, so there's a crack. Does it look like a crack next to like a, a bone mass, a muscle mass, or is it more like a nebulous? It's more nebulous thing? than that because the blood itself is not. It is. It is the the force that has taken over your father. It is not his blood. It is the 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 essence, the force of that is that has overwhelmed him and at its core at its very center it is shadow there is a deeper darkness to it that has turned his connection to the gods and it is tied to shadow hmm. gillick is going to what's Gillick going to do yeah, this is so. This is this is again. This is from Gillick's internal. Yeah, this is skin. just your internal thoughts, and and this is all happening uh, in an instant. All right, because you're you're still holding your father's arm, and he has like he's grasping you, and he all he said is, "It's so good to see you." Gillick is going to spend. Uh, so what Gillick's going to do is, and so so he grabs so he grabs one hand into the skin. He's going to take his left hand and put it turn his dad's hand over and put it over so that the symbol is facing up and then he's going to spend uh, nine hit points one for each tentacle and one for the center of mass uh, as to, and just and he's not he's not going to think about anything he's just going to he's going to think about the energy in that shape in that crack and just think about nine hit points going exactly in that shape in that crack stand by standing by alright ready Gillick so here's what All I'm right, doing. Let's do it. Just so you know, I have mm-hmm. 2d10. Uh, I am going to mm-hmm. roll a percentile. Yep. Awesome. To I determine what happens here. Up to chance. You just flip a coin like well, Shigor. A coin wouldn't be. Tales, a well coin done. would not be nuanced enough for what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Okay. Um, yeah, so you you drain those nine points away, um, and you push them into okay, that sort Good. of that crack, right? That metaphysical mm-hmm. representation to you, mm-hmm. what that means. You push them the into conceptual. that seed. 
Um, and you see like, uh, your actual sight in the real world, you see your father sort of like bristle a little bit, but not, uh, he, he clearly doesn't know what's happening, but he just sort of like jolts a little and steps, uh, and pulls away slightly. Um, he says, I feel I'm, I'm, I'm feeling fine. Why have you come? Yeah. Well, see, how are you doing? You're my family. I don't know. Is that weird? I need excuse. I didn't to see even my dad. know you knew I was here. Well, he's suspicious that you're on side. I'm not Help. suspicious. I, I'm. It's unexpected. It's it's exciting. Gillick, I have so many things to yeah, tell right? you. I know. Why are you hanging out in a blood god cult? Oh, What's going on? You don't understand, Gillick. This. You serve the divine court. Why one? Blood the divine god? court is like, yesterday. That is, it, it is no, a not. perversion no, of the truth. Dad. Dad, Dad, did you did you see anything? Did you have any any symbols in your mind just now? Did anything just float through your head as we were shaking yes, hands? Yes, I'm. Do see? Yeah, anything happiness. In your mind? I'm happy that you're here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did it look like this? Did it look like this? And he shows the symbol on his hand. On his. What like is that? that? Do you see that little squiggles? I, no, I see it now. On my on my on my arm. All right, any any. It looks and then and then. He's uh, he's like, Dad, you remember this medallion that you gave me? Remember this medallion yes. that you gave me? Yeah. He flips it over. Is that symbol? Does that look familiar no. to you? Killick, what's going on with you? <laughs> Dad, I just want you. To, I just, I just need you to remember this. I need you to look at this. I just look at this circle with eight squiggles coming out of it, kind of like in all their in like you know, four different directions. Or yeah, eight, yeah, you know. Okay. I need you to remember that. And just look at that and remember that. That's the Shadow Lord. Oh. And I want you to think about it as a shadow being a connection. I just need to remember this. That's all I need you to do. I just need you to do this for me. It's a connection. Okay. And if you see that, I need you to think of me. Okay. The Shadow Lord. What does that mean? Well, so you know how you're hanging out in a blood god cult? Yes. Yeah. All right. What? What's the what's 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 like what's your like blood god symbol? Like what do you what do you what do you look at? The blood god the this cult it's not a cult. It is the true version of this religion. It's a cult. It is what it it's is how Iora was worshipped in days it's past. Cult. It's it's trying to it's trying to separate itself from everything. It's trying to it's trying to uh yeah, it's trying to Gillick, listen to me. Change things in a way that doesn't no, work. No. The change has already occurred. The change is when the church became oh, yeah, more yeah, concerned with politics than it did the gods. The change happened. Yeah, and now it's more concerned with the gods than it is the That's politics. what this is. And more specifically, this one god. It can't be doing that. It's got to be all the gods. If all the other gods want, wish to have their own... It can't be all over. And you know it's true. You know it's true. We worship Iora you know the way Iora is meant to be Iora worshipped. Iora is a part of the... The what, Dad? The court, but the court is is not the, an entity. Uh, the court. I was part of the court. And no one's above the court, and you know that. No one's above Gillick. the court. None of the gods. None no one. Them. No one is above the court. And no man is above the court either. We have people yeah. down here. So why are you trying to say Iora's above the court? I, Iora's not above the court. It's a corruption. The blood is a corruption. It's not Iora. It's trying, it's trying to divide the divine court from within. Can't happen. Can't let that happen. You can't have one of the divine court, like, in any manner, 
out of balance with any of the other ones. Can't have that. All of the Divine Court has to be together, or it doesn't work. Do you know there used to be more gods on the Divine Court? You made me study them. Of course I did. Dead ones. Long gone. Yeah, except that you remember them. Except they are no longer... They're they no books. longer give power. I, I disagree. I disagree to that. You, I was hoping you could understand. I was hoping you of all people, Gillick, would understand that there is truth in strength and power. When we get these gifts from Iora, it is Iora's will. Do you know what power without wisdom is? Corruption. Corruption. <laughs> Corruption, Gillick. You're going to look at me the way that you're looking at me right now and talk about corruption? I can smell darkness on you, Gillick. I can see it in your eyes. I wear mine. So do I. He pulls his helmet off and he is, uh, his eyes are coal black and his face is just streaked from like, like streaming out with these red veins, uh, that, that just like pull down his whole body. Um, it's much worse than the last time that you saw him. Uh, now it is just, just nothing but these, these deep, dark crimson veins. Um, and he says, I wear mine openly too, Gillick. I have changed. I have been changed by Iora. If it was not Iora's will, this power would come from nowhere. It would be like one of those dead gods who sits dead and grants nothing. This is different. You know they're not dead. Then where is their strength? Where is the power they lend to the people? It is gone from this world. This is not gone, Gillick. This is strength. This is power. And if I have to show you with my blade, I will. But I don't think I have to. I think you understand that if Iora didn't will this, it wouldn't be. I worship in his name, and this is the strength I am given. Hmm. Well, if you represent Iora... And I represent the Divine Court. Then I guess the Court's gotta keep IR in check. What did you come here for, Gillick? To keep IR in check. You can't be doing this. Somebody has to represent the Divine Court. You, Iora can't be above the Court. You can't be doing what you're doing. You can't be corrupting the idea of the God. Corrupt. With anything. The idea of the god. The court must remain united. What, what power do I have over gods? I only give in to what the god gives me. Dungalaris has shown me a better way. He has shown me this path. Hmm. He can show you too, Gillick. Cast down your politics and your men and their lies. Turn to the gods themselves. Speak with them. Learn what they want. Hear the whispers that we hear. Iora is out there and willing to speak if you are willing to listen. Iora is on this medallion as well. I also represent Iora. Have you not heard whispers in your head you must follow, Gillick Erdrad? Have you not heard? I've heard whispers in my head. I've never heard. I've never said I must follow them. Well, then that is foolish. We gain power 
by following those who are willing to lend it to us. Dunglaris has found this path. Ancient. Hidden. This is how Iora is meant to be worshipped. This blood that courses through me, this strength, it is forgotten, and we will reawaken it, reignite it, and teach others of its strength. All right. Well, hmm. maybe, you know what? Maybe, maybe we can spin this in a different way. Maybe we can integrate Blood Iora into the Divine Court. Can we do that? Is that I can, care not for how the point? other gods are worshipped. That is their call. Iora is to be worshipped this way. And if we must expunge those who worship Iora incorrectly... Hang on, hang on. Time out. No, no, no. You're telling me that this one god can only be worshipped in this one way? Those who have worshipped Iora as a god of light and a god of order have they are the ones who have corrupted its vision they have removed what they see as some sort of unsavory element to make their position among men higher to make their position stronger that is not how you worship a god you don't bend a god to be what you want it to be you follow what the god wants to be and that's what we have done but a god is nothing without its worshippers. A god, or I shouldn't say worshippers. I like the term patron or whatever. I don't know. But the the idea <clears throat> is that the more people you have involved in the idea of a god, the more power the god has. I. The only way to truly end a god is to get rid of every single worshipper. And not just that. Get rid of every single trace of the idea of that god. And I am telling you, there are gods now that that has happened for. Ones even you and I don't remember. Ones that have been fully expunged from this land. And I will not allow the teachings of Iora that were originally part of his church to go that same way. As the times change, and the people change... The worship of the gods changes. It just does. That's the way it that's the way it is. That's just the way it is. I refuse to accept that, Gillick. You can worship in your way, just stop making everybody else worship in you know your Oh, way. I am not forcing it. No one cares. I am just expunging those who uh worship incorrectly. No, you can't be saying people be worshiping you can't say that those words don't exist. Worshiping incorrectly is not a correct sent is not a sentence. <sighs> There's no wrong way to worship it. Well, actually, that's not true. Hmm. I have to think about this. We're gonna get we're gonna get metaphysical. No, that's not true. Um, uh, now, now we're now we're, uh, God. Now I I opened a can of worms. Here, what have I done? What have I done? I knew I shouldn't have done this with my dad. I knew I shouldn't. Genevera, I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. I opened up a can of worms with my dad. This exact now my anxiety's riding up, and now I can't believe I'm doing this again. This is why I don't talk to him anymore. Oh my God. Genevera says pulls out his flask. the kingdoms. Who is oh, yeah. this? This is Genevieve. Oh, hi. You will treat her with respect. Hi, dad. He says, I am Umris Erdrad. I am the first partner. patriarch of the blood church of Iora. 
And I am Genevieve oh, Warrior Dardendrian. First of me. Okay. Uh, yep. <laughs> nope. Genevieve hates this. Gillick also hates this. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you come here, Genevieve? Um, I, uh, uh, Gillick and I are, um, partners in adventuring and, um, we came, uh, to, we, we came to, um, talk to you maybe about, uh, since you're, um, just kind of like looking at Gillick, uh, um, we believe that, uh, the kingdoms are better together and we're hoping that we might um, be able to understand um, that you are, you actually believe the same thing as we do, that, that the kingdom should reunite. The kingdoms together were weak. Okay. There was too much. What? Hmm? That, that's, just, that's just bad math. That's actually bad math. And you educated oh. me. This is how I know blood shit. What, what are you putting in that blood shit? What are you Get drinking? Like, look around. Look Father. at this place now. I'm, I'm looking at it. It's full of blood and dust and a disease-looking Not old this man. room. I mean this world. Look at this world now. When the kingdoms were together, the weakest, every, everyone was brought to the weakest level. We had to support people who could not support themselves. There is the glass slippers argument. I acknowledge that. However... There is, a, there is such a thing as divide and conquer, and I don't want that to happen. Only the strong will survive this. And the weak, like yes, Perineth... and we need to make sure everyone is strong. You don't, you don't make sure the... You don't, you, no, dumb. You don't make sure the strong survive by killing all the weak. That's stupid. When the strong survive, they can take what is rightfully theirs, and their rule, the correct rule, will reign. The what? system... Was Stop it. standing in the blood way. Cult. It is not Bad. about the bl- divine court has spoken. This is not about the blood cult, Gillick. This is about the kingdom. Yes, yes, it is. You are corrupted. What are you? What like what like? Where did you get this stuff? Whatever it is, from whatever whatever is running through your veins, I can see it. It actually looks unhealthy. You look unhealthy. Let me show you. <laughs> will you? Will you accept me showing you? I want I, I I want you to tell me what's going on. I want you to tell me why you look like this now and what exactly the blood cult is. He steps over to uh the wall and he uh pushes in on a hard shove and slides the stones aside. Behind it is a cauldron of blood. This blood seems to glow with a glowing cauldron of blood. Yes, with like a red light that sort of shines up out of the cauldron. He takes a a chalice uh, and dips it down into the blood. And he steps forward towards you and he says, drink of this. It is not a pact. By doing so, you do not become one of us, but you can see the truth. And with the truth... Then you will be armed appropriately with answering to our higher power. Uh, Gillick will use uh, the divine sense. 
When you use divine sense, the blood yes. gives off a harmony. A harmony of of sense of odors. not odors. You feel that 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 sound that you feel when you are looking at really? something that is good. This blood, like divine sense, says this shit's awesome. This is the shit. Yes. That's what my my divine my divine sense says. This is the good stuff. Yes. And I look at my dad mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. look at him, and he's all red and veiny. And, and black he's eyed. like, you can smell that corruption on him when you have the divine sense up. It's okay. So the divine sense, he smells like corruption. But for whatever reason, the goblet, the goblet is resonating. Yeah, go- yeah. He looks like I ain't touching that shit. He says, drink, like, Gillick. Uh-uh. Uh, yeah, no. I don't give a fuck. My divine senses are off. No way. I'm not. No way. Uh-uh. Then you'll uh-uh. never understand. I am offering you knowledge. I'm I am offering looking you. Looking at you, I'm not looking to understand. I am offering you truth. You are offering me something that has that is bypassing something that should not be bypassing the divine court. This is... This is Gillick. Um, Gillick empties his flask and pours pours whatever he can into his flask to for for later to to get get. Well, Gillick wants to get that to Adnan fast. Okay, yeah, you take the goblet from him and you dump it into your flask. Um, yep. He sort of looks confused. Gillick's gonna start carrying vials and shit. He's like, he's like, he, Gillick's like, uh, uh-uh. uh. He takes the. Where 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 did you get the ingredients for this? Where where did this come from? Gillick starts like, this is yeah, the, like this is the blood of our god. Notes, all the notes you can, everything you this get. This is the blood of our god. You may speak with him. This is the blood of our god. This is all the right, blood cool. of Iora. Um, it is divine. Jennifer, you have a question. Go Gen- ahead. Yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer, you have a question. Go raises ahead. Raises her hand. Um, Hi. Would you call it his essence? Perhaps. Huh. Jennifer takes notes. It is, it is the blood of our god. It would let you speak with Iora. I am... Uh, Genevera, you may as well may partake if you are so inclined. I am urging you to please speak with the god. Let them make the case. Gillick's going to do something weird and just going to take a guess and going to go, uh, you know what, fuck it. Gillick is going to take his medallion on his neck. Uh, he's going to cast... Uh, maybe he's going to cast a spell. Maybe he's gonna, you know what, pause, pause. Give me a second, give me a second. What can I do? Um. Uh, okay. First thing Gillick's gonna do is gonna cast protection from evil and good on Genevera. Just in okay. case. It lasts yep. for ten minutes. I'm gonna cast Sanctuary on myself. Okay. And it says until the spell ends. Any creature who targets the warded creature with an attack uh, or harmful spell must first make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature must choose a new target or lose the attack spell. Uh, uh, no protected. Okay. Yep. Perfect. Okay, yep. Cool. Yep. So I'm just. Um. Yep. And then anything else? Can I do anything else? No. Okay. So I like that. this. So you you quickly like pass over a protection of evil and good. You you sort of imbue yep. yourself with this divine sanctuary. Yep. And then what I'm going to do is. Remember, do you remember off the top of your head uh, what I uh, turn the unholy does? E- 
As an action, you present your holy symbol, speak a prayer, censuring fiends and undead. Perfect. That's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to so I'm going to I'm going to cast all those spells, and then I'm going to use my holy symbol, which is my which is my medallion. My medallion is my mm -hmm. holy symbol. Um, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going as I'm doing um, turn the unholy. I'm going to dunk that medallion into the cauldron. Gillick, he turns. He's like, he sees you moving. He's not like <laughs> stopping you, but he's like following behind you. Gillick, just please, just drink from the chalice. So then you. I'm book Gillick, Gillick, if necessary, hits expeditious retreat and goes boom. I am I am turning that unholy shit okay. right now. So you slam your pendant down into the blood. I'm holding on to it with both I'm with both hands. Uh, with the with the I want and I'm, I'm I want to say this. My right hand is over the front of all of the all of the gods. The shadow lords on the back and the front. And then I'm, I'm both hands and the medallion in. Turn the unholy into the cauldron. So you can't okay. So you slam it down in. You turn on holy. Hey adventurers, DM Anthony here again. I just want to remind you that there are lots of ways to support the show. Head on over to patreon.com slash adventure inc. Tell your friends about the show. Rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Links and more can be found at adventureinc.podbean.com. Thanks everyone, we'll see you next week.